Welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with the episode, I just want to say, Hampton and I joke around on the show a lot about suicide because we're very comfortable with it, because we've thought about it a lot and dealt with it in our families. We're not making these jokes to make light of depression itself or the act of suicide. So just please know that while you're listening, we're on your side. We're doing this to help. And if you really are suicidal, if you're feeling that way, please, I can't urge you enough, call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Helpline. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're amazing. They will talk you through it. You do not need to do it. Stay here with us. Glad you're alive. System. We're recording. <laughs> Your mother get up, jump on down when I say no. No. <laughs> hey Dave, my name's Forrest Forrest Gump. You can and, do uh, a lot with nooses. You, uh, fried noose. There's so many types of nooses. Deep fried noose. Crawfish noose. <laughs> uh, noose. Uh, scampy. Chocolate noose. Noose on rice. Chocolate noose is like chocolate <laughs> mousse. <laughs> Orange noose. <laughs> <laughs> Cranberry news. I think we were just having a dumb discussion of all the different ways you could kill yourself yeah. right before the podcast started. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it evolved into the and we're very stupid people. <laughs> so we're like, well, clearly we're Forrest Gump and the Black Forrest Gump from that movie whose name I forget. Dave, the, the, do- <laughs> the doctor came back with uh, it's Bubba, right? Bubba. Yeah, you idiot. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Bubba doctor Gump. results came back, and turns out I'm dumb. Yeah, so all this time, I just had a dumb in my shoe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's get back to... I like to steal jokes from David Cross, kind of. <laughs> Half, half-heartedly. Yeah. I like to half-heartedly steal jokes. See, Dave, it's 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 fine as long as you attribute... As long as you fail. <laughs> as long as you destroy the joke and their yeah. reputation and you, in doing and so. And you attribute it correctly, though. <laughs> yeah, totally. So you can fuck up Dave Cross's joke, but as long as you say, Dave Cross definitely said this. <laughs> that bad joke was written by David Cross. <laughs> At David the Cross. Yeah. Dave to the Cross. You know, the guy who stole the Blue Man Group. <laughs> you know, it was Mrs. Show before <laughs> the patriarchy. That's oh, a deep cut. That's pretty good. Deep dumb cut. Mrs. Show was so good. Have you binged it? Uh, <laughs> Is there a Mr. Doubtfire? Yeah. Have you seen With Roberta and David? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I took like three extra steps. Yeah. For Eventually to get there. Uh, do you want a man too? I'll give you a man. <laughs> uh, big Mama's house too, which e- exists. <laughs> That's the undertitle. It definitely it exists. exists. This is happening. Watch it. We can't stop it. Norbit. That's I feel like Grandma's so many movies three. that people have seen now, like b- the basic tagline is, uh, watch this movie, you know, because it's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> that 100% seems like Netflix's strategy Yeah, recently what? with just like, it's. I honestly was going to see that movie Annihilation that just mm-hmm. came out. Like I it looks, see it looks pretty bad. good. Yeah. But then like, I just saw, I think it's on Netflix and it's like a Netflix movie is it on netflix no i think netflix did make it i watched it on my weird russian website and then i turned it off because i was like netflix made this this is a netflix movie no this is a really (laughs) weird way to find out that you're colluding (laughs) (laughs) i I colluded my pants so hard Uh, are you gonna collude are you gonna collude fucking funny you know what did you collude Let's let's get back it. Uh, let's introduce ourselves real quick. I really want to jump back in. I don't want to introduce ourselves, man. Oh, okay. Huh? You know what? We do that you every episode. Want to fucking fight, guys? It's a sh- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Steve. Um, hi. Yeah, yeah, you know you're right. It's a it's a show about suicide, folks, and we'll be talking about one later. But right now, Dave and I just want to be friends and catch up. Yeah. <laughs> so chill out. Um, but uh, the, no, the thing with Russia, it's like we should introduce ourselves. I was kidding. Let's all do right, that real. I'm quick. Dave Ross. And I'm I- a baby. <laughs> I'm a grown baby. <laughs> I'm Hampton Sometimes Young. I wear a hat. And I haven't ever had one single thought. 
Oh man, I thought you were gonna say something way worse. Yeah, what did I, you think I was gonna say? Like a boner. I have never had a boner. You think not having a boner <laughs> is worse than not having a thought? Hell yeah, dude. This is why you don't care. R. Kelly can't read. <laughs> Follow That's us on a, Patreon. Hey, don't mention the Patreon <laughs> episodes. They don't know how well, dumb I was on Patreon. It's actually a perfect segue to say that you should go to patreon.com slash suicide buddies and subscribe <laughs> and you can hear our bonus episodes. The first one we talk about R. Kelly and how he can't read. Yeah. It's so funny. The I most, get real mad. The most recent one, I think I, I advocated that Luke Skywalker killed himself. Yeah. And uh, we have Jake Wiseman on an episode. They're good. Yeah, they're real good. I wanted to say with the Russia thing, because it's like literally... I know this is going to come out a couple weeks later, so sometimes I think about the news. I'm like, who knows what it's going to be in three weeks? Like, Trump could just eat a baby or something in between right. that span of time, and you'd kind of be like, even there, you're like, yeah. <laughs> he could. He could. <laughs> it's in the realm of possibility. Let's check our Twitter. But, like, with the Russia shit, it's like, man, like, either people just in the mi middle America are just completely like, it's somehow this gigantic lie, but how do you not see the president actively firing people who are like they just don't participating care. in the but that part's where it's like you can't even deny that he fired the people <laughs> like that's just happening they're not denying it i mean some people i guess people are but but so much of how people react to politics now you can tell it's been happening for long enough they don't actually care about the thing that happened. They just care about their own agenda and lifestyle being... That everyone's already made up their fucking mind. Wow. Not everyone, but a lot of people have. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. That's probably very fair. That's but. why, like... I mean, if Barack Obama had any Who? interaction... Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, He's that, just a Mortal Kombat character. I've never heard that name before. <laughs> Barack Obama. Barry? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Liu Kang Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Bega Obama. <laughs> Lou Bega Kang Obama. Sorry. What is this riff? Win Obama. Uh, <laughs> Hampton is pounding wine right now. Just oh, that's, chugging it. That's root beer, my friend. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm making the good choices. You're lying. You're one of those people that hides liquor in a cane. What if you were still like, <laughs> beer, you said it. <laughs> it's in the yeah. name. <laughs> I'm drinking root wine. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is a podcast about suicide. Uh, we've both dealt with a lot of darkness in our life, so we joke around about it to, you know, like bring some light to it and help you through some stuff. Just yeah. so you know, right off the top, if this is your first time listening. Yeah, no, I'd say say in reference to that, I mean, we didn't talk about it last episode. I think we were just, I was expressing at least how, I don't know, depressed I was, Yeah, you know? And like we had kind of a conversation. I was like, I literally have been waking up and at the time been waking up in the middle of the night just being like, I, I suck. Yeah. I hate my life. Like, it's it was weird like because right weird now thing. I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I just like shoot up in bed and I'm like, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is awesome. You're I'm going to call Hampton. You're in the fucking Lego Dude, you movie. <laughs> you're in the Lego movie oh. just running out the door. Totally, uh, yeah. And then I run over to Willy Wonka's so Chocolate Factory, the good part, the beginning. <laughs> Sometimes I do think about that with people who have like maybe a completely different life than me, mm -hmm. where it's like wife, kids, uh, you know, they're some, they make rivets, they make pipes and put rivets in it. Rivets? And they're just wake up every morning and they're like, I love rivets and I love my family. <laughs> Is this a reference to Rosie the Riveter? <laughs> yes. Okay, I couldn't find the words. Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> You're a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> she was the first uh, feminist, I think. The first, the first yes, ever woman. <laughs> the first ever woman. Uh, now, I just thinking on. about somebody else's life, right? You know, you're always like, I don't know. Like, to me, it's in insane to never have depressive thoughts. Yeah. Almost, because that's just my worldview. Right. So, yeah. Right. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I know, like, I'm so, uh, I've been thinking about this stuff for so long now. And so, like aware at least of its presence in my mind and trying to analyze it for so long since I was like in my teens, late teens that when I talk to someone who doesn't, I'm like shocked uh, and we can't talk. Yeah. Cause it's just like littered throughout the language I use and I joke around, you know, like hmm. I make a lot of references to it in stand up when I do a long set, I just find myself being like, I'll be like, ah, whatever. I live in fear. And I'm just like riffing. And to me, this is I've like a throwaway. That. It's pretty good. And thank you. And uh, But like sometimes I'll do sets in front of crowds that just don't think about this shit all the time, which makes sense. Uh, and they're all like, what? 
Why would you live in fear? <laughs> Guys, if you are the type of audience mm-hmm. member who does live in fear, please come out to Dave Ross's comedy tour. Ooh, segues. <laughs> Bam. No, Fuck. I literally know you weren't My trying wife. to do that, but then I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Let's make mm-hmm. the the commercial for the type of audience you actually want to come out to your stand-up. If you are the type of person who hasn't had those thoughts and would react that way to my stand-up, you are definitely not listening right now. (laughs) You did not make it past the noose jokes that we started with. What the hell is... What? Wait. That's Um, a fair point. It's true, though. I am going on tour. You know what? Wish Hampton were coming. Mm. I wish I could come. <laughs> Let's in, talk about that now. In general. I, that's better than having a thought. <laughs> the day that this podcast comes out, Thursday, April 29th, uh, is like three days before my tour starts in Boulder, Colorado on April 1st, 2018. What? Then I go to Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, up to Minneapolis. Then I'm in the Midwest for a while, over to the East Coast, then... Down the East Coast into the South and slowly through all parts of the South back to Los Angeles through the fucking desert. <laughs> That's when I end it all. Uh, yeah. In the desert. Last show in Tucson and right after my set, I'm going to walk into the desert and die. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to just end a tour with a big show in a desert. Yeah, totally. Just put up amps. Like Burning Man. Yeah, be like it's a GPS location you got to go to. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, We'll call get- it Learning Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because <laughs> every book festival should be called Learning Man. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. You know how stand up oh, teaches man. you things? You know, because stand up comedians are teachers and philosophers. <laughs> Um, you know what's great about podcasts is mm-hmm. you could never just go up on stage <laughs> and just say "Learning Man." And that's the end. Like it took so much to get to that joke, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was somehow worth it. <laughs> no, that was kind of awesome. So uh, yeah, you can get tickets to uh, Dave to the Ross dot com. Uh, yeah, Dave to the Ross dot com. There, go to the shows part, and there's like information on everything. Thanks, Hampton. You're so go to nra dot gov. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NRA is, the NRA is in the to find out where Dave lives. <laughs> NRA.gov.uk, um, or you can go to my website NRA.xxx. Oh uh, uh, fuck! Um, you, uh, I got let's a big gun and I fuck. It. <laughs> I fuck the barrel of the gun. We, let's do. You, do you want to talk more about you waking up in the middle of the night? No, because I honestly I've been kind of feeling better, and it's Good. like maybe just because I took a second to be like I'm I'm really sad, and maybe I should just deal with that. And yeah, you were saying earlier today we were talking, and you were like changing habits a little bit, eating a little healthier, it, it drinking really less. Well, yeah, it's like depression to me, at least how I deal with it is very much like um, biochemical, where I'm like, okay, this is happening. I have depression. Yeah, it's suddenly flaring up worse than before. What yeah. am I changing in my behavior? What am I doing? And like, man, you know, I. I was talking to Chris Charpentier about this earlier today, who I brought up on the show. He's a really funny comic. Uh, He's a beautiful boy. boy. He's going on that tour with me for part of it. Uh, And he he and I both uh, have had like a bigger dip into depression in the past half year than, uh, than in a while. We were talking about it. And I said this thing that I think is true that I had never really realized, which is that Depression is fucked up. Uh, there's this added thing with it where it's more fucked up because it's depression and mental illness in general is a mixture of having a disease and an addiction because mm. it's, you know, you get into habits based on how you feel in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and habits inherently are comforting. So. When you're depressed and you're laying around and you're not seeing people, you're not reaching out, you're having negative thoughts and you're stuck in these like Mm. cyclic thought patterns. One of the reasons it's hard to break out of them is you don't really want to. You're used to them and you're like, no, if I do this, at least I know I have that, even if you're thinking it subconsciously. Mm -hmm. So you have to literally do what addicts do, which is break the cycle. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways to do it is like that. The major thing that works for me is like, if I notice I'm drinking a lot, drinking literally is a depressant and I'm like, I'm, I have a bout of depression. I, it always works, always works. I like stop drinking. And then within four or five days, 
I, the cloud lifts a little bit. Yeah. And that break in the feelings routine allows me to like maybe go for a run, call a friend, yeah. and you slowly climb out of it a little better. I'd also say like um, <clears throat> that's totally true. It works for me I, at least. I, w- I would say also there are uh, other ways that depression can come around and I think like environ environment I sometimes absolutely so it's like well if you are and but I think it feeds into what you're saying with is like addictive or repetitive behavior it's like sometimes if you're just engaged in a bad environment but you keep engaging it in a repetitive yeah you know cyclical behavior it's like well you know, there it takes two to tango almost. You know, it's like absolutely one feeds the other. Yeah, and I should also clarify, like I'm not trying to say it's easy. I no, that's what I'm you not, said. Roll back the tape, Aristotle. Yeah. Dave said, <laughs> and it, like that certainly doesn't work for me if I'm in an extreme depression. And so this is more like sadness, but I'm a depressed person, so it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, di- a little different. Yeah, I think we're speaking uh, about our own experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's like working for me now. And that really the one that works is like if I catch it in time, but if I like, if I like really get pulled down the way I used to like really, uh, get like have my depression, get a hold of me for a long time, just like stopping drinking doesn't do it. But those things like a series of those things and paying attention, the problem is the longer you go, the harder it is to pull out because the longer it takes and the more bad habits you have. And the more like life shit that's happened and the more you've been castigating yourself in your own brain for your mistakes. That's what I do. I just like when yeah. I'm the most depressed all day. I'm just like, fuck you. Fuck you. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? You. F-. I'll think about like <laughs> Kyle Kinane has this joke about yeah, how like yeah. I never knew that life would be a long. It would just be like driving down the road and watching billboards fly by that are just <laughs> reminders of when I fucked up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And that's totally what it's like throughout the I day. I like our continuation of <laughs> quoting comics jokes yeah. kind of poorly. Yeah. You'd be like, you know who said that? Uh, serial rapist murderer, Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it's just he like Louis C.K. said, <laughs> rape is good and watch my TV show. Um, oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. We uh, might cut that out. <laughs> cut it out. I don't even like making jokes about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the stank cast. Yeah. You're here with the garbage boys. <laughs> prank calls. Uh, doing the prank calls this week today. on You're Gonna Die Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no teeth and you ain't got no life. Dude, I that's said, the name of my podcast. I just want to say this because I think it'd be funny, and it just it just happened to us before we oh, started yeah, the podcast, dude. I, for whatever reason, we were like, check your check your phone, right? And we for go some to joke Twitter. We literally pull up Twitter, and it's both of us on moments, and we literally react, going, "Oh God!" At the same time, the same news story, which is woman regrets removing her eyes. Woman shares her story after she removed her own eyes. <laughs> 565 likes. We literally looked up. We're like, oh my fucking God, dude. But to me, like, I freaked out because it's like, that's, I fear the algorithm so much or like the singularity of like that kind of shit that people talk about where it's like, I was talking about art supplies and then Facebook was like, need art supplies. Well, I was talking about my own eyes. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about how much we like having our eyes in our head. Yeah. And Twitter was like, "Mm, we believe you. <laughs> mm, I believe you. Uh, wow. <laughs> like you have eyes. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> we should do that throughout the episode. Okay. Um, that's our new oh, theme shit. song. Do, do you... Replacing our current theme song, which is by Coco Hames. It's called I Don't Want to Go on her self titled album. Yeah, but we're replacing it with, uh, with Okay. Xavier, I believe you. Xavier Kugats. <laughs> it's actually by David Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Serial rapist murderer, David Cross. Uh, um, um, Hampton, I never have really acknowledged this before, but you okay. have a fucking fireplace. Yeah. That's awesome. That's where I burn my papers. <laughs> yeah, when I the cops are coming. <laughs> and I stare at it with a bottle of rum. Yeah. Thinking about my life. Yeah, I know. Hampton is the lucky. focus of the movie LA Confidential. <laughs> Dude, that was confidential. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come with it now, Bernard. 
the government sucks. Ready? <laughs> Are you ready? You guys like corn? What? What did I? Yeah, I kept doing that on like like my rest. Uh, road gig when the audience would go like, oh, I just went, awesome. Oh, you guys think I'm awesome? <laughs> and it was like That's funny. great. It was good. That's good. Yeah, it was good, dude. Good. All right, hey, so we tackled wait, everything Are you going to see the new uh, Pacific Rim, the new Pac Rim? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, me too, dude. Absolutely. I rewatched Pacific Rim 1 last night. Not only did I watch Pacific, have I watched Pacific Rim recently, I also watched Atlantic Rim recently, which I think we've <laughs> talked about. I've you, fucking seen Atlantic Rim too. Yeah, it's yeah, one of those mockbusters. Per- yeah, knockoff Korean movies or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Will Smythe stars as Hutch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fat and the furying. <laughs> yeah. Independence Day. Independence Gay. <laughs> yeah, there's Independence something, Way. There's something that people will just not know about Blockbuster. So like good. growing up with Blockbuster and like them being so desperate to get like business yeah. throughout their entire existence. It was great. It was great to grow up with Blockbuster. Remember when they would I charge you a hundred bucks if you wanted to rent a console? If you want to play yeah. video games, you had to like give them your ID. It was yeah. like a fucking buying a car transaction. It was weird, like, because for like 50 more dollars, you could buy that console. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You're, you're poking holes through this, yeah. this bankrupt business's. Plan. I'm the reason there's no more Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember when they I was more of a Hollywood video man, quite frankly. I did like Hollywood video. I used to in the in the latter days of Pop up video. those places closing. I would just go and get like you know nine DVDs for like At five ten bucks. It was the fucking best. Yeah. At the very end, so I would go into there when they were like literally like nothing on the walls. Like they were closing businesses, and they would be like, "Do you want to buy the fixtures?" Yeah, like, totally. Damn. <laughs> Do you want a Braveheart poster? <laughs> Yeah. I'd be like, do you want this metal grating that you stole up the DVDs? <laughs> we also have like, like way too many M&M's eggs. How great would it be to have bought all of that shit and you just open your own? Like Hampton's movie store. <laughs> Hampton video. <laughs> you guys can't buy any of these. You just get to come in and look. This is my stuff. <laughs> it's a store called Hampton's stuff. That candy's not for sale. This is a lot more like a museum. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, uh, this week I think I want to tease it. Um, the guy I'm going to talk about, a lot of people know him, but they don't know the story about him. His name is Dan Jones, Daniel V. Jones, and he's the guy oh, yeah. that shot himself. Jonestown. <laughs> close. <laughs> Dan Town. Dan Town. Very close. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> he's the guy from Harmontown. <laughs> Dan Jones. <laughs> Dan J- Mike Jones. Jones Soda? Uh, he has a very uh, Wait, let me guess who name. he is. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, this is actually good. Let's do this. <laughs> is he Dan Deacon? Is he Dracula? <laughs> um, uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, he's have any the guy riffs. who um, shot himself on the L.A. freeway. Ugh, traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. sorry, 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 uh, sorry. Case, guys, so tune into the second half for the worst case of the Mondays ever recorded in history. <laughs> yeah, he loves lasagna and hates Mondays. He hates traffic. Oh, man. And his kids are always on his nuts. Yeah, he's probably on the 405. <laughs> Take the 405 to the 10, to the, to the 5. Um... Yeah, no, he's a uh, people. Uh, a lot of people know him from that footage. He basically shot himself on live television in L.A. It was broadcast and oh, interrupted children's programming Jeez. to show it. So this kind of uh, is what the, children's program? Uh, <laughs> I wish I knew, but it, yeah, kids news. That would be pretty funny if it interrupted no one kids dies. news. <laughs> yeah, it was tonight. Like, I no one dies. No one dies again. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> no, I just like that it's kid, a kid's news one where they'd be like, why do rainbows exist? And then like the news totally. like comes in with that footage. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, so we'll talk about the whole um, parts of that that whole incident. And uh, Wow. Hope you're ready. I'm always ready. Ready to get sad. <laughs> sad me. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they say Cause I'm gonna get my way 
Did we get it? Yeah, we got the fart. Okay, podcast over. We're done. We're signing you all out of the Patreon. We just needed to fart. That's why we were doing this. Turns yeah. out I didn't want to kill myself. I just needed to fart. I, you know, something I don't think we've ever talked about on fart. this. Fart? Farts, basically. Yeah. But no, I'm just thinking about when you die. You you're, fart. You fucking shit your pants. I know, dude. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> on a base level, yeah, it's gross. Uh, oh, and then so, oh, so I see what you're saying. I, no, I see what you're saying. If you're constipated, no, then you should. <laughs> Better than Bran is kill yourself. You need to shit. Just die. No, nah, I guess I was just making a point that it's like anybody who's ever been like, they'll see. Like, it's just then you just shit your pants. It's just, just like, you know, it's like whatever point you have. I'm going to show like, them. That's true. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Shit pants shitter. Yeah. Mr. Poopy Pants. This guy <laughs> shit his pants. <laughs> every, every crime scene. He also pissed and threw up, and there, were, there was bile everywhere. This guy's gross. I was going to go to his funeral, but then he shit his fucking pants. <laughs> like a baby. Uh, yeah. You died like a baby dies. <laughs> nah, I don't know. There's one of those Oof, weird uh, hum- uh, humiliating human things of death. Yeah. Like death is kind of this ultimate humiliation in a lot of ways. Oh, man. Let's think about that. <laughs> Let's ruminate on for that for five 30 seconds. 30 <laughs> minutes. We're going to need a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> for that bit for 9-11 <laughs> all right i'm serious oh okay <laughs> shit <laughs> i'm sorry um, i was just thinking about flags and uh bald eagles and i just i couldn't all right let's talk myself. about alex jones <laughs> uh, alex jones died <laughs> Um, On the L.A. freeway, he got killed by a fucking lizard or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They're putting poison on the freeway. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Folks, you're going to want to YouTube CIA black helicopters, Obama conspiracy, lizard race. uh, 405 overpasses are made of lead. Uh, My children won't talk to me because they're made of lead. The government made my children into lead. Chemtrails make your brakes not work. By the way, buy my creatine powder to get buff and huge like me. <laughs> That's what I love is like, he is like... Oh, dude. He sells uh, whatever his weight supplement thing like every 20 minutes on Alex Jones's, uh, you know, show, whatever you want to call it. And it's like, this dude looks like he literally just eats chicken wings. Totally. He is... A diet of chicken wings and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> he looks like eating chicken wings gives you a tan. <laughs> uh, folks, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna YouTube uh, having tan skin, putting ranch creamy dressing on top of your tan skin. It's a chicken wing skin, folks. You're you're gonna wanna... the reason I have uh, perfect pores is that I rub the Bible on my face. <laughs> wow But not the real Bible The lizard Bible uh, You've been is reading it, the Illuminati Bible I think he is religious Anyway I don't know I just associate all of that with all of that I do want to talk about I was about, abducted by aliens and I met Christ <laughs> I do want to talk about Dan Jones uh, Who's a suicide we gotta talk about But I, this might feed in Cause like I always want to set the, the stage here Of like news around this time This is in the late uh, 90s this is 1998. Fraud news. <laughs> deep, deep fraud news. Yeah. <laughs> Robbed of an Academy Award. <laughs> news Gump. News Gump. Bubba News News Show. <laughs> we got headline news. We, we've talked we about... Got... <laughs> 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 headline news. Recent news. <laughs> Local news. The noose is loose. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, that's my cat. Your crazy alien cat just opened a door. He has a he has a weird funnel on his head right now, folks, because he won't stop <laughs> sucking his dick. Yeah, well, because he just drinks hella beers. We're, we're, this isn't a surgery that my cat has. He's just, We're just very Christian, and we want him to stop <laughs> sucking his dick. <laughs> Great. You know, <laughs> there's been so many medical advancements that are purely based off we want men to stop beating off. I know. Like they made uh uh graham crackers. 
was that for that aren't aphrodisiacs. What graham crackers were to make you stop coming so much? What is it true? Yeah, it was supposed to make you not horny. They were made by the No Jerking Off Society. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those guys. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Nabisco. I know what it stands for now. <laughs> and then like circumcision. No business coming. Circumcision was also to be like, then your son won't want to jerk off with his deformed dick. Really? Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> we should talk to, some, so talk to some Jews about that. <laughs> I, that's the thing is, but I guess that's my point is I just have a circumcised dick and eat graham crackers all day and I can't stop jerking off. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it has literally not stopped me. Sometimes I jerk off all. onto a graham cracker and then I just a rub Dave, it on my foreskin, Dave, which Dave. I've kept. <laughs> <laughs> I kept it. I have this joke that never works and it goes like this. Was it that one? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yes, and it was written by David Cross. <laughs> uh, I think it's so funny. Joe goes like this: I'm so straight. I eat a banana by shoving it into a peach. And <laughs> That's really good. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not after laughter in my jokes. I'm just looking for autistic affirmations. Welcome that was to, a good one. Welcome to after laughter. <laughs> what happens when a comedian isn't funny anymore? <laughs> We go now to Dave Ross. Ah, no, no, not me. I'm funny. We go now to Dave Ross. All Fuck. right, this went way off the rails real quick. Yeah, let's get it back on the rails gotta and get take some, that train to the rails. L.A. freeway. Guys, listen to Train. They're a good band. Now, uh, it's more just like b- so you bad news, bad news, which has led to Alex Jones, I'd say, mm-hmm. is kind of this, the birth of CNN. Like, I don't know if you ever saw Anchorman 2. It's no. a pretty funny movie because they it basically is it a sequel. Yeah, there's there's a squeakquel. <laughs> they they did a squeakquel to Anchorman, and the whole oh. context is that like someone comes up with like a CNN type, and they're like, "Who would want to see news all day?" And they're like mad. They're like, "That's crazy! <laughs> You're being crazy!" Like and like the whole network is just a huge failure until they start in in Anchorman two. They start airing like a car chase, and they're like, "No, no, just keep showing the car chase." Wow, that's so uh, insightful. I should yeah, watch it's that. It's incredibly insightful to like what is the truth, yeah. and it's like, dude, I was in a, chases. not to cut you off completely, but no, I no. was in a fucking bar, a sports bar, like a, you know, public house yeah. in Los Feliz. I was in a bar at like midnight, that bar, it's a two floor bar mm. with all these oh. pool tables and shit, and like hun- like a hundred TVs for watching all kinds of different sports. A car chase came on, they turned all the TVs in the bar it to the car chase and everyone in the bar watched the car chase and like cheered and shit. It was crazy, dude. I freak out. Like, I, yeah. I mean, it, it now comes up with the Facebook fucking algorithm. Like, they'll be like, now, look at this. Yeah. It's even more immediate. The other night like, we were in a bar and we, everyone in the bar watched this woman carve her own eyes out. <laughs> and we were like, this is bad. We shouldn't do that. And we told Twitter. But then she found Jesus, so it was okay. Right, so... Well, so this was in 1998, where Dan Dan Jones was uh, leading the police on a high-speed car chase. So all the local L.A. uh, uh, choppers and copters... I don't know why I wanted to say that, but this might come into play later. But basically, all the helicopters got... Doppler copters. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was was this new fad of just like, car chase... Dude, these are ratings gold. Sure. So this is kind of what informed people that like, oh, maybe we should have a delay on this sort of thing. Oh, wow. Because Dan Jones, he I leads- wonder, by the way, sorry, do you think it was the it was OJ that clued people in Fully? to this? Like, Because no, I, I remember know. my parents being like, come watch this. Yeah. Uh, the OJ, because it was a car chase. I, no, yeah, yeah. I, you might be right. It was at least a couple before then because sure. they just realized that this is very watchable. And then I'd say OJ was the one that blew it open. Sure. Where they're like, people fucking love, love this, this shit. shit. Yeah. And it's like, no matter what. When was that? Was that in 96, 97? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is really setting the stage of like, okay. here we go. Another great car chase. Okay. So he leads them, you know, for about an hour of okay. being chased. And he pulls over on the freeway the cops 
surround him? At, at, no, they've kind of got a distance. They've blocked off the highway because he stopped. He's called 911 at this point. He's told people that uh, he's got a bomb inside of the car. Well, He's got a gun, you know, and he doesn't want to hurt anybody, but he's going to kill himself. Is he saying the reason that he's doing this? Yeah, I mean, I'll get into that okay. in a sec. So I just kind of want to talk about this sensationalization of this sure. whole thing. And this is like something that we're still feeling the repercussions almost of. You know, it's like this guy, uh, he puts out a banner. I'll read what the banner said later. Um, and he puts, you know, bricks there to kind of like keep it in place. It doesn't really work. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. He starts blowing everywhere. Uh, he tries to blow himself up in the car, in the truck, uh, his Toyota truck. And um, immediately he runs out of the truck. It's this huge fireball explosion where the windows all explode out. Whoa. And then he runs out. He takes off his clothes, uh, most of his clothes, because he's like, I'm on fire. Yeah. Uh, he's not... Really on fire, but it's like it's clearly like he's smoking, you know. Like so, he's trying to get his shit off. Uh, he tries. Like he's to- one of the people of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's, he's a vampire. <laughs> he's smoking in the sun, and then uh, yeah. Long story short, he, he then is about to jump off the the freeway. He can't really do it, and then he blows his brains out with oh, a shotgun what? on uh, local TV. National news picks this up. But local TV saw it, and local TV had interrupted children's programming to show this. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's like the uh, screen cap, you know, of of this incident. Wow! Because a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, you know, this is the media out of control," and you know, and it just set a, a national conversation going. Something I found was like all of these news networks that were not the ones that showed it, but maybe showed like reference to it they didn't show the whole thing yeah they just used it as an opportunity to be like other news networks have gone too far oh really yeah it was still in this age of competitiveness of like wow we gotta make 24 hour news a thing right so now we're gonna shit on the other news <laughs> other news that that showed it, which is maybe justifiable, but then that becomes your story. We're still doing that just in different ways. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, that's fake. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it kind of like we see this almost like um, cultural ripple effect. Yeah. Of seeing something like that. And then the news like arguing with each other about <laughs> what was appropriate or what. What's well, interesting not. too, like, I think something that. Uh, entertainment outlets don't acknowledge enough, maybe even ever, is that people, most people can get excited about most genres of things. And what I mean is like, hmm. if so if you like, if you make, okay, like Hollywood is always trying to figure out what's going to make a million dollars. And so, uh, well, not a million, a <laughs> billion. so little. Ten dollars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just no money. The most amount ever. We lost one million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Millions of dollars. Yeah, and yeah. so a movie blows up, an action movie blows up, superhero mm-hmm. movie. This makes fucking millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. We need to make only superhero movies from now on, is yeah. kind of how they think. A fad. When really what happens is a movie is good and it exists in a genre, mm-hmm. and then they push that out there. And if you market something like crazy, yeah, people will love it, and that's a little bit of a bad example because people really do love superhero so shit. In relation to car chases, maybe. Yeah, and the yeah. So my point is, focusing on car chases. Hmm. That's part. That's why people get excited about it. And I guess what I, the reason I say all this is like, a normal person could get excited about a car chase or a movie or a fucking talk show or whatever but that's getting shoved down their throat whereas there are just actually a small slice of the population really really loves car chases and would <laughs> seek them out in like YouTube videos Dave loves fast cars I like red cars I like really really love cars. car chases yeah um, I, I guess yeah right there's uh, I mean do we need to cater to those individuals <laughs> yeah I guess yeah so it's just funny like we're talking about this battle of the news networks and they're like they're this and they're this and we don't do this and we don't do that sure. when like 
really, I think a good move for entertainment outlets would be to choose what they like, mm-hmm. focus on that, that. Yeah. and then they will find their audience rather than being like, what worked five seconds ago? Fuck. And then as a result of this sort of like, <laughs> I'm Dan Rather. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wolf Blitzer. Gobble. Oh, fuck. gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> if you're not gobble, that, I'm going to. That, that does feel the way it is when you watch CNN now. It's like they are losing their minds. Yeah, totally. We got a holiday. Hologram, everything is neon. I'm doing a handstand. Who gives a fuck? It's, it's, yeah. But I, I guess my point is like over the course, uh, playing into you, you were saying it was a ripple effect. Rather than just sort of like making choices and creating content, yeah. No, yeah, this we've is been sort of trying to like skew people's view in order to get them to like this specific network. So over the course of decades, we've just gotten to the point where as an entire society, we're, our perception of what's happening in the world is warped yeah. entirely because of these people scrambling for ratings instead of just presenting things to us. Yeah, and I don't want to be like... You know, I mean, and that's why I believe that lizards live in my dick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it so creeps into. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I I generally get my news from multiple sources and kind of delineate it through my own filter of like what is probably true and what isn't. And it's like, I just I know it's 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 I don't want to be like don't trust the media or like the media is bad, but I would say there is some sort of sensationalism that has to just be acknowledged. Yeah, and. It's funny because it's like, yeah, when I went to like, um, it's like I think it was like the Chicago Tribune or something. Like we were just in the offices. I was there and like I saw this big quote on the wall that was like etched in stone about like the reason for journalism. Like and how it like it's to help a free people exist. Right. Like if you don't have a, a, a fair journalism, like you, you just aren't going to have a really free and informed people. And I was like, I almost cried. Like I was literally like, oh, yeah, that is so important that I forget. Dude, in the era of fake news, we are. And it's so sad. And this does sound killery Jonesy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Killery killed in the era too? of like either the existence of a lot of fake news both the existence of a lot of fake news and using the term fake news against real news. Yeah. We aren't really free. It's like, I don't, I'm not trying to throw out a conspiracy theory, but it's like, we don't know what the real information is. We just don't know. Yeah. And so we have nothing to base our decisions on globally. And, and as, and as we'll see how, you know, society deals with that. I don't want to get too apocalyptic. I would just say that this is all spill out of the news becoming, we need to fill up 24 hours. Dude, yes. We need to be some sort of sensationalism. I was just thinking about this too, like the existence of 24-hour unbiased news, which is what how CNN what CNN started as. MSNBC comes from that world and it is real news, but it is biased. It's sure. actively biased and sure. they know it is. But then Fox News popped up as an answer to that <laughs> bias and it so it was this thing that was both uh, biased and a lie. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it yeah. felt justified in creating in in existing because this biased thing existed. So they're yeah. like, we need a bias, and the way to be biased is to lie and say we're <laughs> well, not lying. Well, the thing I've, I've be- always and, said. Well, is, uh, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah. And I, the last thing I wanted to say is like, then the next logical step in that evolution is fucking Infowars, <laughs> where they're like, well, they're lying and they're biased. I'm going to do that and be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, it's funny. It's like, um, the thing I've always said is, the truth has a known liberal bias. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, the, you have to, if, if, if in a vacuum you create suddenly, this thing is like, hey, here's the, the real news, suddenly you're creating a competition to be like, no. Exactly. Then I've the- got my own thoughts. I don't know. Any- no, absolutely, man. Like, when you're talking about people losing their civil rights, <laughs> the news is left-leaning as fuck. Because it's real. And it well, happens yeah, exactly. all the time. What I, what I mean by that is like, yeah, if you were to look at like, you know, reports of like, you know, how there's systems of inequality or something like that, you'd be like, oh, fuck. 
Yeah. And that's like liberalism, right? There. Right. And that's yeah. why it's so, so fucked up that Fox News exists because they're like, well, we need a counterpoint to this liberal yeah. bullshit. Sorry, white dads in America. Turns out you're yeah. oppressed. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no, no. you can't scream the N word at your neighbor who's moving in. And that's why all this shit is so <laughs> fucked up because there's those people have learned to be so genius in their manipulation that it's so simple what they do. They're just like, well, Are they say liberal stuff yeah. and you don't call them liars. So we lie when we're conservative. And yeah. it's like, you literally just said that NASCAR needs more money. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make the cars go faster. Need more money. Yeah, they the run cars need money. to eat. Fuck Darfur. <laughs> the cars need more food. <laughs> and well, like, dude, yeah. man, Bill O'Reilly, he's such a fucking sick, fucked up genius. It's the no spin zone, well, and everything he says isn't well, real. Basically, yeah. I mean, I mean, what the six? And we'll we'll move on to the suicide in here. Yeah, a sec, I'm clearly but, just ranting about something that makes me really well, I, mad. I feel like it. I, I love these honestly, and I like to dip in. But sometimes I ooh, should we dip in? <laughs> but I feel like that sometimes we just will have conversations where it's like I we gotta don't move have on. A, an answer. I'm just mad. Yeah, so mad. And um. This makes me mad. <laughs> I think I'll have a cucumber. Well, well with like, say, Bill O'Reilly, you bringing him up, and I think he's a perfect example. And Alex Jones is the insane of a hero. example. <laughs> the hero. Sometimes the city needs a hero. Some, yeah. <laughs> now, he, he's both the hero I want and need. It's not only like, here's the, here's the real truth. It's kind of like, here's why you should be afraid. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like, it's a very clear manipulative yeah. tactic that it's like, I've I've had these conversations endless times with my parents while watching the news and be like, do you not see how this is manipulating you right now? Yeah. By saying you should be afraid about some drug dealer problem that's not even in your fucking universe, dude. Yeah, fear <laughs> tactics like that are so crazy, yeah. and and it's so sad because the conservative side of things throws around fear way more than liberals, and then they say that we're throwing around fear, and you know. Liberal politicians do too, especially Democrats. I mean, Democrats not, are not yeah. heroes. I started throwing uh, around fear when the president said North Korea will see no fire and fury quite like what we're about to. That know, was like, fucking insane, yeah, dude. He said it off the cuff. <laughs> Could you imagine being in his in his staff and standing there and being I like, think it's cool. whoa, whoa. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Nah, man. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. The guy does have nukes, and he is crazy, man. So um, to get back into Dan Jones, uh, who has a really interesting story of his own, which is like fucked up, and this is the dumb way I want to get into it. He was in uh, Nirvana. I want to do the the. <laughs> he was actually the, the first drummer for Blink One Eighty Two. I'm gonna do. And they kicked him out because he was an alcoholic. So he got in his car and he got a bomb. That's a real guy. <laughs> um, yeah, but he didn't do all that later I, uh, stuff. All that other cool His name's shit. Scott. Uh, <laughs> I like to do the uh, talking head song to get into this guy. It's like, and Dave, you, down the you, may, you may find yourself oh, in no. a car <laughs> trying to run away from the police for about an hour. <laughs> and you may pull over to the side of the road and you may put up a banner <laughs> and the wind may blow away that banner. <laughs> and then you may try to set fire to your car <laughs> this now sounds like Chris Harvick, Jerry Seinfeld, but it's like, you may it sounds like Seinfelding heads. <laughs> That's my new man. <laughs> and then the, the truck may explode. You may run out and almost want to kill yourself there, but then you run back and grab a shotgun and you shoot yourself in the head. And you may ask yourself, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> and the days go by and the days go by. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm so happy it had such a great punchline because I was so close to leaving. <laughs> I just do that for an hour. <laughs> yeah. And Dave leaves the podcast yeah. while Hampton's still here. We're not recording anymore. Aristotle and I are gone. Your girlfriend <laughs> just, leaves then you. Then it just becomes an episode of At Midnight. The cat like, does. Hey, points. Aristotle, you're playing for points. <laughs> Name one thing that my cat likes. My dick. Anyway, Whoa, so... What did we just find out? <laughs> yeah, the reason I almost want to do it like that is like, man, I've... I've heard that story so much, and I've been like, wait, how the fuck did things get to there? Can you say that not as a Talking head song quickly? <laughs> I don't know, Dave. I've done the research. It might be. I just, because I have never seen the video. I don't know anything about this story. Oh, man, dude. That was one thing I wanted to bring up is like, this is like early like Faces of Death type shit. People oh, like, yeah. VHS tapes yeah. shared amongst 14-year-old boyfriends. <laughs> I would watch this on Live Leaks and shit. Yeah, dude. That's where the real shit is. Lively. LimeWire. <laughs> Close. Get that vid on LimeWire. Get the MOV. 
So Dan Jones was uh, 40 years old. Uh, he had basically... So he was old. <laughs> I don't know. He's in the prime of his life. Uh, it's, it's pretty sad. I mean, he, he was living alone at the time in mm-hmm. Long Beach. And um, he was a maintenance worker at a hotel for about three years. And, uh, you know, uh, just living a pretty normal existence with his dog. He got uh, HIV. Okay. which was uh, becoming AIDS, I guess, in the, I don't know, it's a quick turnover. What do you know about AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a bad AIDS. <laughs> had a bad AIDS. So you've had that's an all, AIDS that's day. All I know. You just got AIDS. Uh, well, no, it's, it's so tragic with this guy. Says, How do you get HIV? Well, uh, most likely through sex, I mean. Right. Uh what what uh, I think is uh, uh, wait I don't want to say anything <laughs> bad with it but I, I, he was a gay man uh, he was okay uh, what do you mean why why would it be bad uh, there's there's bad connotations to just you know Saying even broach the subject of talking about HIV and gay culture like it's a very well, sensitive issue I'd absolutely say. it's a very sensitive issue right well I think that our listeners would know we come to this from like an accepting place and don't <laughs> I literally think all said people so you had a bad AIDS that's true. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> but we clearly don't think all gay people have AIDS or or it's no. a gay disease. I don't think that. Uh, I hate just people going who to think hell, that. Uh, you know, that's something we've established on the O'Reilly well, factor. Well, right, the O'Reilly factor. <laughs> yeah, the O definitely factor. <laughs> no, but this is basically. So he was gay. Was he out? Uh, I don't think that's really known. Okay. He's, he lived a pretty solitary kind of existence. We don't really know his life. Got it. Yeah, it sounds like. Uh, he had friends, but I mean, like, he was living alone and he was like 40 years old. And okay. That his his life was maybe a little so we, small. Okay. Um, so. But small, just like contained. Like yeah, he only, small contained. Only exactly. a few people exactly. knew him, is I what don't you're think saying. He was like desiring any yeah. uh, uh, different things. So at the. Um, Time and this is why it's such an interesting like story time wise. It's like yeah, exactly. This is a time when it's like being gay was still very much not openly talked about. Yeah. Uh, therefore, how that's being dealt with by like insurance providers or like the government oh. is incredibly tone deaf. So he gets AIDS. He's devastated. Yeah. He goes to his insurance also, it's provider. A, it was a death sentence back then. Yeah, there I think, were drugs. I, I, think, I think it was. Yeah, basically, you could still and, and trust me, it gets worse. <laughs> it okay. gets worse. So yeah, I mean, like now you could take a pill. I, I, I know. Yeah, it's I have friends who are positive, and uh, it still is. You know, you awful, can take medication, yeah. but there's a pill that can basically keep you alive indefinitely. But this was like Before exactly that. his. Yeah. He kind of caught on when his health health was already very much deteriorated. Sure, and that's when he's like, "Oh fuck, fuck." So. He finds out that he's got AIDS, and he also realizes he's getting this fleshy like thing on the back of his oh, neck. God, and it turns out it's a tumor. Oh man! So he gets he has cancer also, and AIDS, yeah, cancer Jesus. and AIDS. Wow! <laughs> yeah, he's a Norm McDonald punchline. <laughs> yeah, want to say the but punchline I mean, like, of so many high school boy <laughs> jokes. <laughs> well, what I think, I what I looked into it, I was like. How does this happen? And I think honestly, like your body getting so worn down, cancer oh, yeah. is this kind of thing that can that happens maybe genetically more so. And it's like when your body though gets in, incredibly run down and like you know you're not getting good things in, and that's how tumors kind of like you know start. Well, I mean, also you definitely need your immune system mm-hmm. to fight cancer. Yeah. <laughs> And AIDS is the opposite of the immune system. Well, I don't know, actually. Like, I don't know if your immune system does anything almost to cancer, but I would say it, you getting run down is what leads to getting possibly cancer. I'm not saying it's every time, but this is probably a contributing factor. Sure. Is your body getting completely run down and you have no immune system? That, then it's like these things develop. Sure. But um, so he went to his uh, insurance provider his uh, HMO, which I knew nothing about, and maybe you can inform me more <laughs> past what I learned for this. HMOs? I know some about HMOs. Yeah. So they're pretty limited, I guess, in what they tell yeah, you, how you can get your coverage. That, it's the thing that like uh, Republicans say a lot. You can't pick your doctor and shit. It's mm-hmm. true. You can't pick your doctor. You have to pick a doctor who like takes that insurance. You get a list to pick from. 
Well, he was denied coverage, basically. Yeah. And and I looked into it because I was like, that sounds really awful. Like, what the fuck was going on? And I found a New Yorker article written that year about HMOs. It was this expose. And here's the culture at the time. Basically, the, the, the framing of the article is like, it used to be the question in a lawsuit with your insurance provider was who was going to pay? Now the question is, are they even going to pay? Well, this is at the beginning of insurance companies being like, you know what? You have insurance. Uh, doesn't matter. We're not going to we're not going to cover you. Wow. And this is now spilling out to years later where they're like, uh, pre-existing condition? Yeah, we're, we're not going we're not going to cover you. Like, right. You know, them just finding more and more loopholes to be like, we don't want to give people the money that they pay us. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't want to help them. I mean, like, yeah. So he's really at the forefront of getting fucked over. It's the saddest fucking story, man. In recent American history, it's like, how are we doing this to each other? (laughs) It makes me so sad. It just makes me so sad. Um, Do you think uh, Jesus Christ would want to hang out with Republicans? Probably not, but uh, (laughs) I know. I know. So, yeah, I mean. Also, I don't think uh, there's a God. (laughs) And if he he does exist, he's black as fuck. (laughs) That's all I know. Duh. So, so he gets incredibly distraught, Dan uh, Jones, and he's like, "Okay, I'm." He he films himself. He films like a suicide note uh, recording. That's kind of like he explains his whole thing. He's like, "My HMO is fucking me over. I have AIDS. I have cancer. I'm dying, and they're just gonna let me die with no help." And he ends it with, "See ya." He's just like, "All right." See, so yeah, I'm gonna kill myself on the highway, like he tells Whoa. everybody. He's gonna blow himself up. So he goes on that on that drive. You know, leads the police for a long time, and his whole thing is like he's like, I'm doing this to draw attention to how bad HMOs are fucking me over, fucking over people over, and like not acknowledging AIDS. Wow, like he's just so pissed off. You yeah, know? yeah, and As I mean, you would be. We've talked about, you know, people like killing themselves publicly and he he at least was when he called the nine one one, he was like, I'm not gonna hurt anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Yeah. I'm and he just kept reiterating, he's like, I'm just really bad mm-hmm. at like not getting insurance yeah. to even combat these diseases that are hundred percent gonna kill me. I've just gotten a death sentence, you know? Wow. So when he goes on the highway and uh he pulls over and he puts up his sign. His banner is about HMOs. Oh, okay. I'll read it to you. Um, What would your banner be? (laughs) Be about my cat. (laughs) Yeah, let people know. Uh, Because it's, I don't know, to be noted that he tried to at least die with a point, I guess. Um, HMO, no. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't people understand? <laughs> it's super funny because it literally starts with HMOs. Yeah. HMOs are in it for the money. Live free. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to fuck that up. HMOs are in it for the money. Love free, live safe, or die. Wow. That's what he put on his side. That's powerful. So, because this is this sensationalized news story, all these LA choppers are flying overhead when he's doing this. Uh-huh. So, his sign just is like. Like oh. flapping in the wind. God damn. No one can read it. And like the news copters was like, some lunatic who's mad at traffic. <laughs> <laughs> like just like he said. Yeah. It's just like this idiot here. Yeah, we got Dave Bones down there. <laughs> Fucking mad he can't jerk off anymore. <laughs> Loser. Probably doesn't even yeah. have a family. It was just the news <laughs> is like, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. Like, let's just look at it like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It blows. Let's it just blows. look at it like dogs. Ugh. That's great. They're just idiots. So he throws a videotape in this duffel bag that's got all this protection. He's got a videotape that's you know his whole suicide note thing. He throws it over the thing. He told them he's like, I'm throwing this over. It's not a bomb. Well, you know, I'm sure they had to still check it because he fucking had a bomb. <laughs> he literally had a bomb inside of his truck. Whoa! And when he blew it up, man, this footage is just fucking incredible. Because it's like he blows it up and he gets out immediately. Yeah. And you just realize like, you know, you make these plans, but it's like no one wants to 
burn alive. That's no. like, it's, it's just terrifying. So he yeah. just bolts out of the car and then he like, I mean, it's a very like, it's a sad clip. I really wouldn't recommend watching it to anybody, but it is very, to me, I was watching it and it felt like a real, watching a real human. Yeah. Like he's this scared. whole story he's sounds scared. Very human. Yeah, he's scared in every aspect. He's scared of being burned up. He can't jump over the bridge. And, you know, the immediate thing is uh, the gun, which oddly, this clip got used in like Bowling for Columbine and by a lot of gun rights things that are like, you know, see guns. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of about guns, but. What do you mean, see guns? Well, okay, this is a deeper conversation I do want to have right now, which is kind of like, I thought about this earlier. Everyone should own a gun. <laughs> <laughs> All the women independent throw your guns up in the air. <laughs> give a gun to Monica. <laughs> I give a gun to Monica. Everybody gets a gun, two or three. What songs these are for Yeah, the, uh, Mambo number five is just a list of all the women he gave a gun to. <laughs> now that's what I call NRA hits. Uh, now that's what I call shots. No, it's it's just a, there is maybe a, a thing to talk about, which is the accessibility to kill yourself. Because it's like, yeah, he couldn't blow him. He couldn't burn himself up. He couldn't jump, which is a lot of people be like, well, just jump. It's like, well, these are all terrifying Ter- things. Because yeah. we're faced with our immediate mortality in this very, I don't know, we can we can think about it. You know what being burned told you is this. like. You I know think what if I had like. access to a gun at a few points in my life, I would have done it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's really that's really terrifying because I'm glad that I'm alive, and I really would have done it. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too into me, you being alive. Me, 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 me. <laughs> no, you're making want, a good. One. I don't want David to be alive, and I don't want him to say things that are cool. <laughs> I'm, mo- I'm mostly against Dave saying things that are cool. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say other cool things. Um, no, I mean, this yeah. is just so. Wait, you're saying that gun rights had. activists are using it as like, see, he he got to kill himself, so we should make guns legal. I was like, well, it, is that the what? No, no, say? no, no. They're talking about how it's um, it's just so easy to kill yourself with a gun. So that's a selling point for it. No, they're. Well, Bowling for Columbine is against guns, if you've never seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the, well, you said gun rights advocates. Sorry, I guess I said that you wrong. You meant like... Yeah, the people who... Gun control Yeah, gun control activists. advocates. Okay. You're right, I did completely yeah. phrase that wrong. So, yeah, like, talking about the Fucking accessibility. Idiot. Which, to me, I was like, well, you're using this guy's clip for this documentary. I was like, you know... That's a little know. not fair. I, I just more mean like, yeah, his, his point was about HMOs. Why be reductive of this guy's <laughs> He was already making story. a point. Yeah, he was already like and dying And also the guy fucking point. killed himself. Mm-hmm. Maybe like honor find him a another, little bit. Find another yeah. example. <laughs> Don't use him. God damn, that sucks. Yeah, yeah I hate bowling for Columbine now. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it's like more I, like Michael I Whore. Guns. I hate guns, and I went to Virginia Tech. <laughs> oh my and, god! But but wait, hold the on. Way- <laughs> Let me sit in that joke a little bit longer. That was a crazy but, joke. <laughs> the ending of that movie, Boy for Combine, is the most insane thing. Where he, who's he? Is it Charlton Heston? He meets with Charlton Heston to be like, well, how do you defend? You know, being chairman of the NRA for so many years, and like Charlton Heston is like eighty years old at the time. He's like, "Where are they? What's So weird. What's going on? So weird. And then like Michael Moore's like, "Yeah, fuck you." <laughs> and then like leaves and puts like a picture of like someone who died, like at Columbine, like on like a tree outside of his house, and it's just like, yeah, this guy's like really old, man. Like I don't yeah. know. I just thought that was like choose better targets. <laughs> Michael Moore does <laughs> use very like simple things as symbolism. Yeah, uh, it's just like that's why Fahrenheit nine eleven. I was like, oh, oh god, Fahrenheit four twenty. He's just one of those Are people who ready? like I completely agree with his politics, but he's just like today we're gonna walk into a shooting range and I'm gonna call them all gay and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I saw there's like another NRA prank, a fucking Netflix movie, another Netflix movie that's just about Flint, Michigan again. And yeah, like the untold truth about Flint, Michigan. I was like. Didn't Roger and me come out like 35 fucking years ago? Yeah. Like, did people there not get some sort of memo about, like, yeah. get the fuck out of there? Well, some of them did. Some did. It's weird to watch a city die. Yeah, yeah that whole area. Detroit's coming back. It's true. I got a show there on my tour coming yeah, up. Detroit's coming Dave back. DaveToTheRoss.com. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to leave Flint forever. Just leave during the bad times. <laughs> yeah, leave your home that you love. Like, okay, I know this is the most, like, maybe w- privileged kind of perspective Yeah, to have. just climb up onto your mountain of money that you own. <laughs> like, when, when people are like... In that town, like the, Live wa- in a gold the water's cave. on fire. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm moving the day the water's on fire. Yeah, right. Like, no. I know it's going to suck to move, but literally, how much worse is it than the water's on fire? <laughs> but my grandma built this fire river. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I know there's a million reasons, but I got to tell you, that's a hard one. No, definitely. Because I would say, like, one thing about moving your small town, everyone's faced with that. Well, I think, I mean, the the most obvious argument against that point, dude, is that there are people that are so broke they can't move. Yeah. They just can't. I, yeah, I mean, you know, so, yeah, yeah. They're, they, you know, what I recommend is get into stand up comedy. Yeah, you'll be a fucking Uh, millionaire. Here's how you do stand up comedy you just point to somebody in the front row, you'll be like, y'all ever be fucking? (laughs) And if that guy is fucking or not, you have a show. You have a show right there. Honestly, you will be good. (laughs) You have an hour right there. Because if he doesn't fuck, that's something to talk about. Yeah. And if he be fucking, then you got a new friend. (laughs) Uh, You're relatable either way. Either way, you're relatable. Because most people in there be fucking. So if he be fucking, then you all agree. And if he not be fucking, then the rest of you are like, hmm, what's up with this guy? <laughs> it is pretty funny that like stand-up comedy is this weird defense mode like we've all made up to be like, hey, here's me pretending to be a real person. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just like you. Dude, it's so, yeah. Comics have the, f- the most ridiculous conversations. And the thing that you hear so often is like, the goal is to just be yourself. Really? Because uh, I've been doing this for a while, and uh, that's that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I even say that, and it is true in a bunch of ways, but it's not true. Yeah, the real me on stage is just eating graham crackers and jerking off with my circumcised. Yeah, like sad. <laughs> yeah, and like anxious. Sad. Yeah, just like sitting there being like, ah, I'm never going to make it. <laughs> All the anxiety that takes up the rest of your day. Dude, that was a really well-told story, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I mean, that, that's uh, one that was suggested by Greg Heller. Uh, he's a listener of the podcast. Uh, he's also a friend of mine, but he's he is a, a listener. And he gives me good notes on the pod. He was a friend <laughs> of mine. Um, you got a friend of mine. All right. Uh, yeah, that was great, man. Thank you. Uh, maybe out of uh, dumb, funny things to say. Guys, uh, check out the Patreon episodes if you want more dumb st- stuff. Patreon st- st- stuff. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. <laughs> check out Dave's uh, tour at uh, DaveToTheRoss.com. Also, please continue to rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. That's a big help. And you can listen to us. Maybe you are already on Stitcher, Spotify, um, you know the other ones, <laughs> the other big names. Yeah, the other big podcast. Target, name. Applebee's, Outback Steakhouse, yeah. Bubba Gum Shrimp, Pod Play, Pod List, Pod Fucker. Go Twitch. to podfucker.fm. Check out our Twitch stream. Yeah, Jash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, this was fun. Yeah, this was great. Thanks. All we right. just shook hands. All right, guys, take wet care. <laughs> wet. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. We appreciate you and we care about you. So if you are ever having suicidal thoughts, we do take it seriously and we would prefer that you go get help. Please call the number 1-800-273-TALK right now if you can. They're great. They will help. Suicide is not your only option. You are cared for. And thank you for listening. And see you on the next Suicide Buddies. Suicide Buddies.